Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. New day, new you. Wake your ass up. Only strong, strong, strong vibes. Fucking gratitude. Be mindful. Listening to May I Elaborate? Sound wisdom from me, JB Smooth. Woo! <laughs> no, I want to start off today by reciting a couple of verses from one of my favorite damn poems. Fish don't fry in the kitchen, beans don't burn on the grill. Took a whole lot of trying just to get up the hill. <laughs> now we're up in the big leagues. Getting our turn at bat. As long as we live, it's you and me, baby. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. We're moving on the fuck up. <laughs> now, 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 if you listen closely to that damn poem, you have noticed that it teaches a very important lesson. And that lesson is getting your damn turn at bat. It's one of the most important things you can work towards. So don't take that bat lightly. Yeah, but you know that's not a poem. It's, it's, it's a fucking it's poem, Miles. Theme to the Jeffersons, but but right. I, get, I, I get you're leading into seems like a really good point. So Miles, go ahead. You, you you you're wrong. People been saying that shit since medieval times when when motherfucker was up in the top of castles and shit. Rapunzel's uh, boyfriend recited that shit back in the days. Bats didn't exist. Then, like a bat. It's a bat in the lyric. It says bat, like a baseball bat. Thank you. Thank but, you. Maybe a club, a, right? A, a club, bat maybe. is a club. And back in the day, they had spikes in the motherfucker to fuck people up when they were fighting and shit. Medieval yeah. shit. These motherfuckers don't know about medieval shit. And, and, and her boyfriend was down there. He said, Rapunzel, let your hair down and shit. And she let that fucking hair down and shit. The hair fucking fell off her fucking all down. And this motherfucker climbed up that fucking hair into the fucking room and they fucked. And that's it. That's all fucking so that, happened. They, that's they don't put that shit in the books. <laughs> they don't put that in the books. They don't put that part in the books because it was a fucking nursery rhyme and shit. You know, like, they can't put that shit in books. You know, it's, you know, it's it weirdly makes sense because you said Rapunzel climbed on up, so that's moving on up. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about here. <laughs> it makes <laughs> makes sense if you try to make it sense, but I, I would suggest for the rest of this podcast, don't try to make and, and, and sense. And you turn it back means she already had a boyfriend already, and this motherfucker was at work, and, and this motherfucker climbed up there and hit it. See, right. it's his turn it back. That's all I'm saying. Is that is that what you wanted to do with your opening? Is just talk oh, about. So, so, okay. so, 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 so anyway, 
Uh, you have to understand that most of, of your life is spent out on the field, working hard, playing defense, doing your best to keep your ass in the game, in the fucking game. And, and some of your time is spent on sitting your ass on the bench watching others play the damn game. See that? Metaphorically speaking, you're on the bench of life. Maybe your ass injured. And maybe your ass got some damn stomach virus and your ass is sitting near the damn bathroom. Or, or it's like, it's like, no, it's kind of rocks me up. It's kind of like you're the coach of a little league team and shit. And, and, your, and your team make the playoffs. You made the playoffs. You made the fucking playoffs. And then to celebrate, the coach took the kids to a pizza shop and had pizza. But the pizza was fucked up. And now all the kids got diarrhea and can't play in the goddamn playoffs. They're all shitting. See? That's fucked yeah. up. That, that, now you're all on the bench. We all got diarrhea. And now you've got to forfeit the fucking game. It's not the coach's fault, though. I mean, it's the right thing to do to celebrate. You take the kids out. You... Kids love pizza. They love pizza. But they don't want the pizza to fuck their stomachs up. They, get that. they got young stomachs. And, and you take them to that filthy-ass place that you like. Them kids' bellies can't take that. First of all, kids, <sighs> they, can, they can handle way more than adults. So if he was an adult going to this place, he would be... Sicker before the kids because kids get damn near eat anything. Yeah. yeah, you you X-ray a kid's stomach and there's all sorts of <laughs> stuff in there. You, you, you know how many times kids ate pennies and shit, and, and, and the pennies pop up in their stool. Come on, man, plenty of times you, you tell them go to, go to the bathroom and, and you hear change come out the ass. Change is falling in the toilet bowl. They eat a quarter and five nickels come out. That's what I'm trying change. to tell you. That that's yeah. what life is all about. Sometimes, or maybe you're sitting there just waiting for your fucking turn it back. The question is, while you're sitting there and waiting, what are you doing to prepare? You know, are you sitting there psyching yourself out of uh, thinking about all the ways you can fail? Or are you thinking the moment is too big for you in particular? Or, or the competition is too great for you? Now you're fucking scared of them? Are, are you subconsciously planning to fail? You don't know you're trying to... Some people plan to fail and they don't know they're fucking doing it. They're talking their way out of shit. That's diarrhea. That, that's the diarrhea. Don't fuck, that's that pizza. Or are you visualizing success? Are you seeing yourself winning that goddamn, winning in the playoffs and moving on to the championship game? Or, 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 or are you picturing your, your big hit, your big catch, your big fucking half-court shot? Shit. So I ask you this. What are you going to do with your turn it back? Rail, sometimes you got to ask people, what are you going to do with your turn it back? You gonna put the you gonna put the fucking hip out and, and make the ball hit you so you can get out of swinging at the fucking ball that you gonna fucking miss. Some people take a fucking some people take that fucking the ball hitting the ass just to get out of fucking swinging. Woo! I don't want to go metaphor. I don't want to go deep metaphor up in here. But some people would rather you hit them with the fucking ball rather than them swing. They want you to put them on base instead of working for it. God damn it, people! Well, let me get deep this morning on this. That was Woo! that was really. It actually was really deep, actually. I I didn't know what, not to the end, though. <laughs> like, all the other stuff, shit was weird. But that yeah, made yeah. sense, actually. It, like, some people really It's normally hit. that way. Yeah. yeah. They, they put the whole hip out there. They put the, they put the, they put the fucking hold the hip out for the ball to hit him in, hit him in the fucking hip. And, and well, that, let, me, let me ask you. You guys are both, you're, you're both incredible stand-ups. I, I know there's got to be that feeling before you get out on stage that you get ready to take that at bat. Like, what's your mentality to go out there and get a hit? And then, have you ever seen a comic who, when you were watching them, looked like they went out there to put their hip to get hit by a pitch? And what does that look That's like? Interesting. Interesting. I, I know with me, I guess at this point, too, I've been doing this a while. Like, I don't 
I kind of don't give a fuck no more, right? Like, well, I just kind of go on stage and whatever I think is funny, it's just what it's going to be. Like, I don't I can't even care if they're going to get it or not. I just got to be good enough to make sure I take them on this ride and hopefully they jump on with me. But, man, I, I think you get to a point where you're like, fuck it. But you know what's funny? With the metaphor of comics getting hit by a pitch, the ones who won't stop doing old material. I think that mm. represents that shit, right? Where they won't do shit new. They only whatever worked on Comic View in 1995 is what the fuck they gonna keep doing for the rest of it. Because it gets them on base. It gets, them, it on gets base. them on base. Yeah. It, it keep yeah. holding their goddamn hip out, and, and, and then they get home, take a shower, and, and they see that bruise on their fucking hip. <laughs> shit hurt. That shit hurt for a week before that fucking bruise should turn purple and shit. Yeah. You keep taking that motherfucker hit because you scared to swing at that motherfucker because you don't want to miss. Mm-hmm. Don't be like that, people. People don't fucking be like that. Don't keep holding your goddamn goofy-ass hip out there because just to fucking get on base. Yeah. Well, I think our guest said it best. Like, it feels like you guys are both hugely successful. So I imagine the goal is to get to the point where you're not thinking where it just becomes who you are. You're not worried you, you you're not worried about what the pitch is going to throw. You're ready to hit whatever comes at you and God you don't even right. think about it. Fucking right, Miles. That's exactly how I Cuz if you my get life. stuck in your head, well that's the scary part. Too. I remember telling somebody recently, matter of fact, it might have been Jerry Sadfield actually. Like I got to the point where like um I just do this when I feel like it, right? I, and that was my goal, right? To like not stress about having to go do shows because I need the money. And so my goal was to make enough money consistently where, okay, when I want to go do stand-up, I don't have to be able to do it at a big theater or none of that. I can just go to do a room, and that's good for me. Like, I can just do it when I feel like, I don't even know if I'm going to pay half the time no more. That makes me happy. Because yeah. now I'm not stressed. Because that's a part of the stress, too, right? You're like, dude, I can't. I got to Because, you know, we've had promoters that damn near they want to pay you if you had an okay set. They're like, like brother, hey, man, I know I'm supposed to, but what you just did wasn't shit. <laughs> <laughs> damn right. You got you got to have a different motivation behind that shit. Just in case shit goes sideways, you got to have a different motivation, a different reason for your what your purpose is hopping on that goddamn stage. What, what's first? Is it the money first, or is it is it is it the reps? It's gratification. It's hearing that fucking laughter over and over. People love fucking laughing. Are you doing this shit to help these motherfuckers in the audience? We psychiatrists sometimes. Yeah, you got to have your purpose. And, and, and who's it for? Like, that's why you, you watch sports, right? You got somebody who's who's good in the regular season. And then when it's when it's game time playoffs, big moments, they're in their head. They're doing it for the wrong reason. They're, they're trying they're trying to score 30 instead of letting 30 come. Woo-wee. You're goddamn right. That's so funny. That's what I loved about Michael Jordan and Kobe in a way. Like, it almost felt like they was, the audience was silent to them sometimes. Like, the cheering. Yeah. Like, they just was just so laser focused. Like, you couldn't, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, you can see, like, I see people like James Harden, even LeBron sometimes, they just look distracted. Yep, in their motherfucking head. And, and I was going to say James Harden, but I'm glad you took the hit and you said James Harden. <laughs> Some people are willing to go back to that motherfucking pizza shop in, in order the works. Put, put the works on that bitch. Praying to get sick. So they don't got to show the fuck up when the time comes. God damn it. Ticky-tack injury will keep them out of the game when you're scared to be in the game in the first place. <laughs> you know what'll fuck your stomach up? The motherfucking anchovies. That'll fuck your stomach up. L- little motherfucking fish on well, the goddamn pizza. That'll fuck and, and, and pe- anchovies and, and pineapple on the same motherfucking pizza. That'll yeah. fuck your shit up. That'll, boy, that'll fuck your stomach up. You'll miss the playoffs. You miss all that shit. 
Oh, before we go too far in that direction, hi, I'm Miles, and thanks for joining us for a new day of May I Elaborate, sound wisdom from J.B. Smoove. On each episode, we discuss a quote from a daily calendar, see if J.B. can squeeze even more wisdom and inspiration out of it. Now, normally you're stuck listening to the two of our voices, but today we have a treat for you. Joining us is a man on a mission. This actor, writer, producer, and stand-up comedian extraordinaire is in the midst of an incredible and well-deserved run. From the moment he pulled up in a security vehicle and saved Daniel Kaluuya, he has gone on to have his own sitcom, starring films with Sandra Bullock, John Malkovich, Issa Rae, Lakey Stanfield, Eric Andre, Kevin Hart, Ryan Reynolds, and most recently Ben Affleck. He has had his own sitcom, Rel, and starred in his own damn movie, Vacation Friends, that I love. Not only that, IMDb has listed that he has seven more projects in development that haven't even come out yet. Please welcome the incredibly busy Lil Rel Howard. What up? <laughs> it's, man. it's crazy when Woo! people read the resume. You're like, damn, I did do all that. <laughs> yeah, I did do all that shit. Yeah, yeah, all right. that and, and <laughs> more. I couldn't put it all on here. Can't put it all up there. You know, we just got a 40-minute podcast. Well, just to prep you in a bit, we're deconstructing a proverb. But before we get to that, while doing this podcast, we've noticed that while some of our listeners seem to gleam a lot of enlightenment from JB's unique take on complex quotes and proverbs, there also seems to be need for JB to offer out his very specific brand of advice on some of the personal and day-to-day issues of our wonderful listeners. So, Rel, please help us as we now present some of our listeners' questions in our segment, Ask JB. Okay, this one comes from Dankin Stantanitos. Hope I got this. Stantanios. I don't know. Get, get a simpler name. <laughs> I broke my knee bad, 13 plus pieces, three years ago and still grinding through rehab. How can I keep motivated? So 13 places he broke his knee three years ago, grinding through rehab. How can I keep motivated? How do you help this guy? Did he say mm-hmm. broke my knee bad? Broke my knee bad, yeah. Is it a version of breaking your knee good? Like, that's so weird to say that. Like, I think a broke knee explains it, but. They got a TV show about that shit called Breaking Bad. It's yeah. a TV show and shit. Well, I will say, I, I completely hear you, but I also say, you can break your knee. He broke it in 13 places. That's bad. <laughs> Even the doctor had to say, this one's bad. So how, how do you help this guy? That's that's a good question. What the fuck did you do to break your knee into 13 pieces? Did you do one stupid thing and, and break your knee in 13 pieces? Or did you do 13 separate dumbass things and, and break your knee one piece at a goddamn time? Here's my, if you want my fucking advice, first of all, 13 is a fucked up number. That, that's, <laughs> fuck, that's a fucked up ass number. <laughs> Woo! Friday the 13th. You know, there were several movies about that shit where motherfuckers run around killing motherfuckers and shit. It's an unlucky number. Unlucky fucking number. That, that's what you fucked up at, number one. Fucking 13. <laughs> you should, you should have just, no, you should have done. When you broke that shit in 13 pieces, you should have took your fucking finger and bent your finger back and broke that bitch so you have 14. See? That's what you fucked up at. 14 would have been a better number. But in his, in, inside the knee sounds, because I, like Tanya Harden, right? Who got hit with the, the wrench or whatever it was? The scale. Yeah, it, she hit, uh, she hit uh, Nancy Kerrigan. Tanya hit Nancy. Yeah. But they never said how many pieces that the knee was yeah. broke. This is the first time I ever thought about it. Like, wait a minute, if somebody hits your knee, it does break into pieces. Mm-hmm. That makes you think that you had a fragile ass knee from the fucking get go. Shut it. Like a piece of yeah, fire you're like, in that motherfucker. <laughs> that Sam Jackson character in Unbreakable is all brittle. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's that fucking name? Mr. Glass. That's that fucking <laughs> Glass, motherfucker's yeah. name. Because that's Listen, shatter. Are you Mr. You Glass? Break or you could shatter. Like, that's a shatter. 
that's you that when you that yeah. goddamn fragile, you fuck your knee up, right? You go, oh my fucking knee. When you grab your fucking knee, you break both your fucking hands because you're that fragile. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a bad position to be in. You need you need some calcium. You need some fucking calcium. He needs some vitamins, he needs yeah. some calcium, some milk. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> milk. Yeah, you need you just <laughs> You need to remain motionless too. <laughs> shit, you need a milk bath. You need to soak your shit in milk. Yeah. Woo! Here's my advice though. You use that rehab time to rebuild that fucking loose change of a fucking knee. And while you're at it, it reminds remind yourself of how much better your life would be moving forward, knowing that you got whatever stupid shit you did to hurt yourself out of your fucking system. Whatever was hang gliding. Running with the fucking bulls. Now, let me tell you something. That run with the bulls will fuck your bones up. I'm telling you right now. Keep fucking around with them goddamn bulls. Keep letting them bulls chase your ass around <laughs> and gore you in the asshole. See? That's what break you break your ass bone. Yeah. You don't you don't uh you don't just trip and break your knee in 13, but you're doing some you no. own you have to own 13. Pieces. You, Mom, that you were doing some stupid unnecessary stuff. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like a gambling debt, if I can be honest. Yeah. Like yeah. He owes somebody some money. And they say so had to threaten you, like, yo, you don't give us our money, we're gonna break your knee at 13 places. Well, you're goddamn right. See? And that's that's what they say all the time. They, yeah. they say Joey, go break his knee. <laughs> go break the guy's fucking knee in 13 places. Go ahead, go do it. There you go. See? Somewhere along the line. Teach him a lesson. You fucked up somewhere. You yeah. did some shit that made somebody mad, and you heard them say, break that bitch in 13 pieces. All that shit will fuck you up, man. Car fucking jumping when motherfuckers drive a car at you and you wanna fucking jump over the goddamn car. We do all all kind of stupid shit until that stupid shit catches up with us. And now trust me, your ass may be a step or two slower, but your life will get better because of your newly attained knowledge. You just learn some shit. Don't borrow money from motherfuckers who will break your goddamn knee. Yeah. You don't ever hear anybody in the hospital saying, This is the second time I've broken my knee in 13 places. You, it's one time you learn from that or else if you don't learn from that shit it's you maybe yeah. it's fucking you and, and that's what we want to to let people know out there and, and listen to our amazing podcast that you can better you just watch your fucking mouth and watch who you borrow money from next next question this comes from selena kyle 2929 how do i get out of my own way developing my own stream i'm nervous damn now you guys are bold you, you, from the turn it back you guys are both you don't doubt yourselves. Here's somebody doubting themselves. How, how do you get out of your own way? How do I get out of my own way? Mm. Developing my own stream. I'm nervous. Yeah, man. That was. That, See, I don't go ahead because I I I don't even know how to answer that. Really, it, it, it's a hard one. It's a hard one. It's a hard one. By the way, you phrase this question about being nervous to develop your own stream made, made me think about using a urinal at, at a public restaurant. <laughs> Now, now, some men have a hard time urinating next to somebody. They, they get urinary anxiety. But, but, but there's one thing that like you can't you can't hold your damn pee ever. Pee got to come the fuck out. Eventually, that stream has to come out. Now, now, you can stand there waiting for a stall, but 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 proper etiquette dictates that stalls are, are not are not for peeing only. You know, you you can pee in a stall, but 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 only if it's accompanied. accompanied by shit, see. So if you don't, so if you don't have a shit to give, I recommend that regardless of who you feel is around, you waiting to fucking judge that, you probably step up to that fucking urinal and, and let your creative stream fucking flow. 
Well, that was that was a metaphor. That was a metaphor and a half. So you took the stream, made it a literal pea stream, <laughs> right. and said you just can't worry about who's who's to the left of you, who's to the right, who's judging, you know, perhaps your equipment. You just gotta do it because you, you can't hold it in. And, and not to get not to get too deep in this shit, but but look, here's how life is in a nutshell. You you can pee and not shit, but 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 you can't shit and not pee. You understand? <laughs> And you no, see, I don't understand that at all. The body won't allow you. You can't the body shit without pain. Yeah. Can't shit without pain. But you can pee without shit. Doctor, That's how life That's, is. That's you gotta, how life is. You gotta, God damn it. Yeah. Think about that. Think about that shit next time you, people out there, think about that when you're in your movement and understand that you can do one thing without doing the other, but you can't do the other thing without doing the other. That's how life is sometimes. You got to take the good with the fucking bad. I got to piggyback on this a little, right? Because I get okay, it. Okay, please do. With the urinal. Right. Because she she's in her own way, right? And that's because of the insecurity yeah. part, right? When you go to the bathroom yeah. and you pee in, and look, fellas can admit to this or not, you do hear the other pees. So you like- You do. You're like, dang, I don't want them to think I have a light pee. You know what I mean? Or like, I don't have, yeah. or I do like the, the splatter pee. You know what I mean? So that builds insecurity yep. because you're scared to hit. You don't want nobody to judge you based off your pee strip. I think you have breached a topic that is just not shared. Like, I don't think men talk about that enough. I don't think we have a forum to talk about it. Yep. But certainly you hear it. You hear somebody with powerful pee next to you. And then you got this little pee coming out. And it's like, did I even have to pee? <laughs> like, do I need this dude judging? Your shit coming out like a goddamn eyedropper. Like a fucking eyedropper. Like Bazine, your shit come out like Bazine in this motherfucker. And you ever go to Dodger Stadium? Uh, last I was there, they have a trough. So there's not even a, a urinal with dividers. You, y'all are just peeing into a, a stream, essentially. Hey, so that's a trough. lot of judgment there. Oh, that's sick, oh, that sink urinal. You know, it's like a big oh. sink. Yeah. It's that big, yeah. We gotta be careful. You can't lean on that motherfucker either. You put the you lean on, you get a fucking wet line across the front of your fucking pants and shit. You fucked up. Yeah. And then, then the motherfucker comes in there and I don't know what the fuck this was for. They, they, they keep pouring buckets of fucking ice in the goddamn trough. Oh, they're trying to make fucking cold pee? <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Why, why they put ice in the bitch? What's, what's the ice doing? Some people got hot pee. I, I mean, I don't know that there's a need to cool it down, but certainly- a pee, a pee beverage in this motherfucker? What the fuck is ice for? You're pouring crushed ice in the motherfucking urinal. I think you both gave the advice of, listen- you got to do what you got to do and just, you know, the anxiety is there, certainly, but you just have to let it go. You got to, if you have you a stream go. that has to come out, you got to let it come out. I don't know that I agree with you can't shit and not pee. I think if that's an issue that you have, maybe adult diapers or a doctor are your next step. Wait, 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 my, my, no, no, my, you don't fucking go shit and, and, and try to hold your pee at the same time. <laughs> uh, all right. After, after the podcast, I will, and I'll report back. And now on to our our quote. Today's quote comes from the calendar, keep calm and carry on. You guys ready? Yeah, let's go. All right. Humor is all about gaining perspective. Humor returns our gladness, and with gladness comes generosity. Humor returns us to the light and makes us light. Mm. And that's by Giannina Brashi. It's a long one. That's a long one. I like to read them over just so I can absorb what's happening here, you know? Humor is all about gaining perspective. Humor returns our gladness. And with gladness comes generosity. Humor 
returns us to the light and makes us light. God damn, it's deep. Okay. I got this. But two, can't get two better people to, to attack this quote. I mean, you can't. It's deep. It's, huh. it's, it, on the surface, it seems like eh, a bunch of sentences, but it's, I think it's deep on, on the power of humor. We should, uh, we should get to it after the break. So let's take a break and come right back and, and dig in. Let's do it. Welcome back to May I Elaborate? Sound wisdom from J.B. Smoove. The quote we're looking at today is, humor is all about gaining perspective. Humor returns our gladness. And with gladness comes generosity. Humor returns us to the light and makes us light. What do you guys got? Mm-mm. You know what? This is deep. You know, and I break this. See, sometimes I take these things, rail, and I break them down into portions, little bite-sized fucking portions so I can so people out there aren't taken aback or, or, or confused by what the fuck we trying to do here. And, and this is for everyone out there listening. So here's what I say. Perspective is a, a, a hell of a thing. Sometimes when you ask someone their opinion, they'll hit you with a, well, from where I stand, see that? They're going to give you an informed opinion based on where they are, not where your ass is. They put this shit on them. From where I fucking stand, and, and, and that means that's their fucking attitude about it. That's their opinion about the shit. This is how they do what the fuck they do. For instance, you're in a fucking alley throwing some shit out in the dumpster. You feel a, a, a slight drizzle, so you so you start to head in just as a vicious, stray-ass dog shows you his fucking teeth and corners your ass. This motherfucker got your ass cornered. Growl on this shit, showing his goddamn teeth and shit. Like that. You and his ass got history already. At that moment, you look up and see a motherfucker looking down at you from its goddamn window. He's yelling something to you, but you can't hear his ass. So you yell something to his ass, but, 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 but he can't hear your ass. Two people joined in a situation that is being experienced from two different perspectives. Now, 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 now to the man in the alley, his ass is in danger. He's in the rain being confronted by a vicious-ass dog. The man sees the same details, only he sees them differently. From his perspective, the dog seems friendly. To him, that man is playing with his fucking dog. So so why is he yelling at the man and in the alley, you ask? Because from the perspective of his apartment window, he can see one more thing. That drizzle ain't rain. Some kids are pissing on that man from the roof. You see that? (laughs) It's all about perspective. This man being peed on. This motherfucker okay. is being peeing on by several fucking young people. How did you? Well, how did he get it back to so, Pete? That's that. That is where. Yeah. How did it get yeah. back? It's, once <laughs> something is in his head, it stays in his head. And I will say this, well, just to let you know, sometimes we're gonna go on long journeys, really long journeys. I think you saw that in the beginning, and you just gotta hold on until the end, because then somewhere around the end, a point comes. You see, and and the dog is facing the the, the guy being growled at. This yeah. motherfucker's over there. He can't see. He, he can't see. He can't dog. see. So he can't I, fucking see and feel the energy of this goddamn dog. Before you continue, I just want to <laughs> just just grab this. So you're dealing with. You said you wanted to take it in pieces. Humor is all about gaining perspective. And I say, you know, in our current day, when people want to get offended at just about anything anyone says, 
they're losing sight of the fact that it's all about perspective. It's all about from where you stand when you see something. And maybe you're not seeing the whole picture on it. Is that what you're saying? As these terrible kids pee on a man for no damn reason? That's real. There's, there's, see, there's several perspectives. four fucking perspectives going on here at the same goddamn time. Yeah. I'm going to talk about pieces. Let, 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 let's start with these bad motherfucking kids on the rooftop, right? Pissing on this fucking man, <laughs> right? And, and, and then let's go to this goddamn dog. You don't know this motherfucking dog. You don't know who dog this is. Right. The dog is facing the fucking man who's cornered and, and the motherfucker's growling. The motherfucker in the window watching can't see the goddamn dog teeth because he's from a different perspective. He see the front of the dog. He see a man doing this. He thinks the motherfucker's playing with his goddamn dog. Yeah. See, there's four things going on here. There's fear from the motherfucker being cornered. There's a dog who's hungry. There's several motherfuckers up there pissing on a man down there. And, and then there's a motherfucker in the window who's watching this shit saying, wow, amusing. Drinking a cup of coffee and shit. He don't know what the fuck is happening. Yeah. He came and see the goddamn kids pissing on the road. <laughs> what you got for this, bro? You know some. Because you just hit something too, right? When especially when it comes to humor, it, it he makes sense about perspective because it is perspective, and I think you know the job as a comic, um, you know, I think like when we think about our, the greatest, right? Like Richard and Eddie, they were able to deliver certain things from a personal perspective first, and then if you called, if you related to it, fine. If you didn't, this is my story. So I say that to say this. I just think like. Humor is, 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 I think it's supposed to entertain people, make people laugh, make people feel good, which is why, like, when it gets mean spirited, it always, it's just, it's, it's almost wrong. You know what I mean? I hate mean yeah. comics. <laughs> like, this is mean for no reason. Yeah. And, you know, when you're a mean comic, you don't care what you say, who you hurt, whatever the case may be, you're just gonna say whatever, whatever that is, yeah. is what it is. So, like, yeah. I think when you get back to the root of what laughter does, like, every time I hear somebody, Tell a story. I think Bernie Mac used to say this. He started doing comedy because he wanted to make his mom laugh. He yep. wanted to make her laugh. Right. And so that's what laughter's supposed to do. It's supposed to bring you joy. It ain't supposed to be hurtful. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that's where that that's what I mean by breaking it into pieces, Miles. Take this last line. Humor returns us to the light and makes us light. Yeah. See, when you are when it's reciprocated and you get that fucking that, that feel good back to you, you give. You fucking give. And when you give and you get that shit back, see, you become light. Yeah. You become light. See, your your fucking tension ain't ain't fucking heightened. You are in a good place because you found out, you found a fucking path and a lane that's gonna be beneficial to your fucking thought and your movement and your fucking thought process. Meaning you can give more. You can that's give real more tough. knowing what the yeah. fuck people want. You can but give that, more. That's the great thing about a great joke, right? I know every time somebody makes me laugh really hard, I can't wait to tell somebody else what just made me laugh. Yes. Yeah. That's how that's supposed to go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. That, yes. That's the joy part of it, but you know. Yeah. That's the joy but, part but of it. But I would also say, well, I say two things in that. You this this is a tough one because you guys are are both professional comedians, but I once heard um Billy Crystal say that a good comic you go, you go to a comedy club and you watch a good comic. The next day, you can repeat their jokes and get a laugh. A great comic, you go see them, and the next day, you try to repeat their jokes, and you can't get a laugh because you can't do it the way they did it because it was so oh. personal to them yeah. and so locked into them that you can't duplicate it. And, and, and I think that, I mean, did, did you just made me think of that. And then also, something else, um, JB started out by saying where I stand, 
And I think that's the important thing that gets lost in in comedy now. It's like that that thing that you just told, JB, has four perspectives. If the dog was telling the story, who knows? That dog might have some puppies that they were trying to protect, but somebody doesn't understand it and thinks the dog is a vicious dog and doesn't understand from where the dog was coming from. Or those kids, that might be their stepfather who abuses their mom. And that's why they're peeing on them. But they just look like bad kids. So when you don't take the time to understand who's telling the story, then mm. that's where you can get offended and miss the point. That's goddamn right. That's and, and great. It, that's great. <laughs> no, that's that's like mm. it's so funny. Even when you say the great comic thing, I love that too. It, it's I mean that's a part of the fun too, right? Like I I try to tell somebody else bit again and couldn't do it. And it's yeah. laughter from there. Like, look, I can't do it. You had to be there. Like, you know what I mean? You had like, to be there. Yeah, exactly. Be there. <laughs> can't do this shit exactly how he fucking did it. Yes. All right. So, JB, that was an effective start to uh, uh, getting at this quote. What else you got? So, so and, and Rel is right. This, this quote mentions perspective as it pertains to humor. So, the best and most simple way I, I can explain how, how the two relate is this. Someone eats a banana and throws a pill on the goddamn floor. Moments later, someone slips and falls on that goddamn banana peel. And, and, and to the person who slipped on the banana peel, that shit ain't funny. That shit ain't motherfucking funny. You thinking, who the fuck threw this bitch on the ground and couldn't put this shit in the garbage can? The garbage can right fucking there. Hell, you can get really hurt slipping on a goddamn banana peel. But to the person watching that person fall, <laughs> that shit kind of fucking funny. You know what I mean? That shit fucking hilarious. I, I mean, once they make sure that motherfucker is all right, and, and they sit back and, and pitch it in their fucking head, of course that shit's funny, man. They do that shit on cartoons all the fucking time. They do that bitch on cartoons all the fucking time. No, 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 no. Who the fuck decides a, a, a fucking cartoon character slips on a fucking banana peel? Yeah, that's real talk. Cause I, is a banana peel that slippery? I would just you would step on it and squish it. I don't think anybody really slips on a banana peel. Well, when the banana part is out. I think you can slip on it. Like if you like if really? it was like a regular yeah. banana, like still, if the banana was still in the peel, then it, maybe it'd be. But I think once it's gone, it's, it could be slippery. That you got to be man. some light stepping, skipping motherfucker to slip on a banana peel. I just think thirteen pieces, thirteen yeah. pieces, knee yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, maybe. You know who slip on banana peels all the time? Bull legged motherfuckers. Motherfuckers with pigeon toe. A pigeon toe motherfucker is susceptible to fucking slip on a goddamn banana peel. Because the the force of your fucking feet coming together, when you pigeon toe, you are susceptible to fucking slip on a goddamn banana peel. Centrifugal fucking force of your fucking knees. And your fucking hips being curved, curvature of the motherfuckers cause you to slip on a banana peel. Their balance and center of gravity is off from from jump. Like they slip on the It's the it's the bow leggedness and and the pigeon toedness. Yeah, that center of gravity is askew. Fucking askew ass knees fuck you up. You know what I love about that real quick, about that perspective too. You said some like, you know, for the person that slip on it, they're pissed off. To the person that saw it, they think it's funny. But you know what's beautiful about that rule? The rule is check to see if they okay first. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Then you laugh. Yeah. You fucking laugh. Like, you good? And you good? Man, <laughs> that was hysterical. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, right. you gotta ask. And, 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 and then you look around. And, and then you look around and, and see, see if you can see a cartoon character nearby. Because you know who dropped that bitch on the ground. <laughs> see? See? <laughs> 
<laughs> Plus, you you telling somebody, man, it worked today. It's so funny. This dude slipped on banana pills. Hilarious. Was he okay? No, he died. Oh, he cracked <laughs> his head. <laughs> he hit his head hard. It was terrible to go like of a that. desk. It's terrible. It was hilarious like though up until that moment. Well, until I, I, once I realized he was fucked up for real, oh, I felt bad. God damn. But that's the that's well, that's the whole thing about falling. Are you the type of person? As long as you're okay, we would get out. But you fall. Do you live in the fall and take the laugh, or do you jump up to act like I'm okay? I'm good. I'm good. Like you don't want to be yeah, the butt of the exactly. Gym. That's exactly. But that's why they use falls and like think about this, right? A fall is so tragic. Yeah, but it's so tragic. But on film, it's still the funniest. Like if you see Chris Farley falling through a table, which you don't want to see nobody fall through no table. That's really Fuck dangerous. No. But there's like. It's just, I don't know. It's very interesting. That I think about. I never even no, thought it about is. it like that. America's Funniest Home Videos lived on old people, other than crotch shots, they lived mm-hmm. on old people falling because old people falling is the most tragic because they, they fall forever. They grab curtains and tablecloths and and you know they're going to break their hips in 13 places. You but it's just a funny thing happen. to watch as long as uh, the host says, don't worry, he was okay after all of this. Then you can enjoy it. <laughs> you enjoy that shit. Here's another thing. When you slip on a, if you slipped on a fucking banana peel, do you, once you, you oh shit, man, that's fucked up. I slipped on a fucking banana peel. Do you pick up the banana peel and, and, and get rid of this shit so no one else falls? Or do you leave the bitch there? See? <laughs> you think about that too. Do you leave that? That goddamn banana peel there on the ground? Or do you pick the shit up so no one else falls? Okay, so you, I'm going to get back to the quote. Humor is all about gaining perspective. Humor returns our gladness. And with gladness comes generosity. Humor returns us to the light and makes us light. So humor returns our gladness. We, we touched on tragedy and that there's a transformation that can occur with humor to turn tragedy as long as it's not, you know, serious injury or death, but to transform it. Somebody falls, it could, it's a tragic moment, as Rel said. You could, you could be embarrassed by it, but then you can also find a way to laugh at it and move on from it. And that's what humor does. Animals don't, I don't know that an animal tells a joke when it watches another animal fall. It's a, it's a human quality that we've developed to, to cope with like these horrible things, a, 13, a, a knee broken in 13 places. You know his friends came next to him at the doctor's office in the hospital and made jokes. You got to. Animals tell jokes all the time, Miles. Are you fucking kidding me? They fuck, they fucking tell jokes. They enjoy the same shit we enjoy, Miles. Animals love to tell jokes. You see a giraffe lean over and tell another giraffe some shit in his ear? You know? They tell shit all the time. They motherfucking tell jokes. And they stomp their fucking feet. They motherfuckers telling jokes all the fucking time. All right. And, and, and I heard I, one time I was watching an animal show and, and, and a lion had tackled a motherfucking gazelle and was fucking it up. And, and I swear, I heard that motherfucker go, mm mm. Heard that motherfucker go, mm-mm. Okay. Me, You're just proving to me that animals can be sassy. I don't need to have a sense of humor. <laughs> no, no, that motherfucker found what he was eating very delicious. That's oh, what the fuck I'm trying you. to tell you, man. That motherfucker said, mm. mm. Well, look, I, I think you've gotten into the quote. I, I still think it's not completely there. Uh, let's head to the finish so we don't keep our, our amazing guest forever. Do you? Let's see you uh, bring it to an end, and Rel, please feel free to help guide this thing to a, a logical conclusion. JB, what you got? <clears throat> this is the part that people love. This is the part where we reel this bitch in. Yeah. Now, everybody out there, you know what the fuck we do. You know we are trying to help your asses, because you need this. And you need the perspective, if I go back to the fucking quote, of several minds, several thoughts. 
Seven ways of doing this shit. And this is not the only way to do it. You must process this shit and then you execute this shit throughout your goddamn life. So, as I mentioned, with the banana peel. Now, to the person falling, that shit ain't funny. At least not at first. But but after some time passes, that incident turns into a story that you tell a friend or two. Or, or maybe you share at a party. At first, the story ha- ha- has more tragic details than a funny one. Now, now I think it would have been fucking funny if a motherfucker was walking down the street and, and, and slipped on a pan of banana pudding. See, that changes the fucking perspective. This motherfucker that slipped on a goddamn dessert. Are you thinking who the fuck would leave a whole banana pudding in the middle of the goddamn fucking sidewalk? Perspective. Some motherfucker left a whole banana cream pie, uneaten, untouched. See? Now, now, now that becomes your fucking fault. Anybody can see a fucking whole pie sitting in the middle of the fucking sidewalk or a whole fucking pan of fucking banana pudding. It took time to make that motherfucker. A banana pudding is made in layers. Put the, you pour the fucking banana cream in that motherfucker. You put the fucking cookies in the bottom of the bitch. That takes time. You stack the banana on top of the motherfucking cookie. Then you put another cookie on top of the banana. Then you put another banana on top of the cookie. See, it's a process to this shit. That's fucking banana pudding. A banana pudding is like an edible fucking skyscraper. You just build a fucking housing project. Okay, I think you, you've gone. But I will say this, like, I think... No, no, uh, no, Miles, I'm not going. Well, no, I, I just... I, 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 no, I will, a little bit. I will say this, I just think... Miles, wait, but we just before you jump perspective. back. Miles, I know, but I, I'm giving you this. Now, from, from, right. from your angle, from another <laughs> angle, is a motherfucker coming towards you. Yeah. Now, both of you see the banana pudding there, and, yeah. and you both start walking faster. But the motherfuckers didn't know that the ingredients to make the goddamn banana pudding is on the goddamn ground. See, some motherfucker was making a banana pudding and, and left a fucking bananas on the goddamn sidewalk. And you slipped on a banana trying to get to a fucking banana pudding. <laughs> Bro, you just going to sit there and let all this happen? I tried this. To... Well, it's, what do it's, you got? this is so funny, right? What this really means to reel it in is that yeah. it's all about focus. Okay. There's no way you should slip on a pan of banana pudding or pie unless you're really not paying attention yeah. to what's going on in your surroundings, which a lot of people do. They walk around here like zombies, not paying yeah. attention to shit. When you do that, that's how you slip on a banana or possibly a whole pan of banana pudding or a full-blown banana cream pie. Right. You know. Lasagna. Anything <laughs> <Lasagna>. of lasagna. <laughs> See? The story, Pot of soup. See, the, the story becomes more elaborate. When you tell that bitch to, when you spread the word and tell motherfuckers that, they're going to be like, what? The, then they got questions off the fucking question. See, you say, what the fuck? What the fuck is a banana pudding doing on the goddamn sidewalk? And then the, the, person, the, then the person who's reciprocating the fucking story was like, God damn, you're right. Who the fuck made a perfectly good banana pudding and left the bitch on the goddamn sidewalk for a motherfucker to step in it and slip in that bitch? And I would say Miss Wilkins, she she's a little crazy, and she does it once a week. But I would say this: that I think the if I is it more tragic? Is it more tragic because <laughs> well, you lost it, it, a full delectable fucking banana pudding, as opposed to a pill that nobody fucking eats? I wanted I want to throw this out there to tee it up to get us to the end. <laughs> Look, I think what's amazing about that is is that to me that's that's humor in in a nutshell, right? That the ability to take a banana peel and turn it into banana pudding is what a comedian does. 
is to take the grounded, real thing and exaggerate it to a point where something that was tragic becomes light. And that is humor returns us to the light and makes us light. That that a comedian says, you, you recognize this, right? Here's the exaggeration that we can all laugh at and bring us all together. A banana peel becomes banana pudding. That's what I get from that. That's a fucking exactly, Miles. I'm That's on, great. Miles, sometimes you, you fucking beat me to the punch. <laughs> you start to see which parts of the story generates laughs. The story changes a bit. It gets funnier and fucking funnier when you break down the goddamn banana pudding, the ingredients, how many goddamn boxes of cookies you needed, how many bushels of fucking bananas you needed to make that shit, the, the fucking cream that you pour on top of the bitch. And, 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 and as a story you had about something painful becomes one designed to make you fucking laugh and fucking heal. And humor has that power. Once offered as a gift with no strings attached beyond laughter, it has the ability to fucking heal, join, and regenerate. Built into humor is its ability to offer gladness. Going back to the goddamn quote. And shining a fucking light. And for where I'm standing, that's pretty damn beautiful. God damn it, man. See what he did? See what he did? That was great. That, 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 I got to give, let me give JV his props too, right? Yeah. That was proof of the art of milking a joke. Like, I learned how to milk a joke watching this guy. That is how I done it. That's how I learned. You know, one of my favorite bits he's ever done was him getting getting into a fight and this dude beat him up all the way to his grandmother's house. (laughs) Then he hits the grandmother. It's insane. But... That is what this does. Like, if you really, like, just wring out whatever you can get out that bit. And I'm talking about, I've seen him do it different ways. Every time I've seen it, it's been different. And so, like, you know, I just want to give you those that props, man. Like, you know, the way my humor is set up is literally based off watching this dude. Chicago, oh, we was be, we would all be comics in the back of the room. If JB's in town, we almost was full of comics at, in the room. It wasn't even about the crowd. And be mm-hmm. back there dying. But this dude with milk a joke. That's how I learned how to milk a joke is, is from J.B. Smith. Oh, yeah, my man. Yes, indeed, brother. It, it, you know, and that's the that's using the different perspectives that we talk about. You know, we use our ears just as much as we use our mouths to speak. We listen to what in particular you're laughing at. Whether it's our mannerisms, whether it's our delivery, our fucking timing, our fucking milking, our fucking execution of the fucking joke, we're using our ears to dictate that. And that is, that's the part that, uh, where the gladness becomes the generosity, you know, and your humor returns your gladness. Once you, once they are glad, they laugh and they're giving it to you, you get gladness of knowing this shit is working. Now you can drive that fucking vehicle any way you want to goddamn drive that goddamn vehicle. Woo! And and I just want to say, as as uh, fans of both of you guys, you, your your comedy is just the type, as well as you said, is your goal. That's what it is. It just brings joy. I'm, I maintain that all comedy has a victim. There's got to be a victim in there. But the, the, well, both of you, the victim is the experience, and we laugh at it. It's never a person. It's never a target. It's a moment, it's an experience, and that's something we can all like get together and laugh to because it's a shared experience that we all know. And then you guys masterfully, 
exaggerated to to the and and as you said, and milk the hell out of it for all the comedic contents and take away all the seriousness of it. So we all got serious at the end of this one. Oh man, we gave it to the ass. <laughs> hey man, I, uh, I think we got to end the show. Uh, JB, was there anything else you wanted to say? Back to the banana pudding, right? Thanks for joining us another episode of May I Elaborate. Thanks for joining us on another episode of May I Elaborate. Sound wisdom from JB Smooth. I want to give a special thanks to Workman Publishing for letting us borrow from the calendar, keep calm, and carry on. But I want to give an even special thanks to the one, the only, Laurel! As always, we hope you had a good time and maybe were even inspired along the way. Before you go, please leave us a comment along with a great review and rating on Apple Podcasts. And also, leave your, please leave your favorite quotes and questions for Ask JB there as well. Or you can send them to us at mayilaborate at gmail.com. We will definitely be looking at those and featuring some of them on the show. Also be in lookout for some special celebrity guest friends of JB. You heard one today, Lorel. He was amazing. It doesn't get any better than this. Clearly, you can those episodes are always a lot of fun. And tell a friend about our podcast. Why don't you? Don't be stingy and keep it all yourself. Once again, I'm Miles, and he's JB Smooth, and he's Lorel Howry, and I'm Miles. Uh, see you next time. This has been a Team Coco production. <laughs>